Hello, this is Monsignor Schadel with another edition of Monsignor's Musings for Sunday, March 22nd. Those are the church bells here at St. Luke. At first I thought, well, since we're not having any public masses, we should turn the church bells off. But no, I decided to leave them on. Number one, to remind people that Christ is truly present in our church in the most blessed sacrament of the altar in the tabernacle. And number two, to remind ourselves of the great thing of which we are now being deprived, the holy sacrifice of the Mass and all the graces that come with the Holy Mass. Although I'm keeping these Monsignor's musings rather informal, I thought what I'd like to do since today is Sunday is to, as best I can, share with you the two principal parts of the Mass, the Liturgy of the Word, focusing on God's Word from Scripture, with a homily, it was my turn to preach this weekend anyway, and secondly, the Liturgy of the Altar, in which Christ truly becomes present on the altar in the Holy Eucharist. So the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. So he said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him, since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and you are trying to teach us. So they threw him out. When Jesus heard they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him. The one, one day a mother told her little boy to go down to the basement and grab a bag of potatoes. But the little boy objected. He said, Mommy, the basement, it's, it's too dark down there. I'm, I'm afraid. And the mother simply reminded the little boy there was nothing to be afraid of. God is everywhere. God will protect us. And she said, now remember, Jesus is everywhere. Jesus will take care of you. Jesus is even in the basement. The little boy smiled, opened the door, stood at the top of the stairs and said, uh, Hey, uh, Jesus, hand me the bag of potatoes down there. You know, we associate darkness with evil. We associate darkness with with sin. 
Dark deeds are done in the dark of the night. That's when the thieves are at their best. A victim is often attacked in the dark. Purse snatchers will wait in dark places, dark alleys. You know, most murders happen in the dark of the night. All of these are what scripture calls those vain deeds done in the dark. But at our baptism, we become children of the light. A lighted candle symbolizes this light, the lighted candle handed off at baptism. Reminder that Jesus is the light of the world. But you know, if we're honest with ourselves, we often prefer the darkness to the light. And our Lord knows this. In this gospel we just heard, this is what our Lord is talking about. We are those who can see, but we oftentimes willingly become blind. We say we see, but we don't. Lent is the time to come out into the light. Lent is the time to put away the dark. Lent is the time to repent of our sins, to walk out of the darkness into the light of Christ. Normally at Mass today, we would be praying for the elect. The elect are those who are least scheduled to come into the fullness of the Catholic faith at Easter time. We're not sure of the schedule, but we still need to pray for those who are preparing for reception into the church, either by baptism or by a full reception into the fullness of the Catholic faith. They all will receive First Communion. They all will receive the grace of confirmation. So pray for those people, even though they're not present with us right now. And let's pray for ourselves. If we were blind, there'd be no sin in that. But we're not blind. We're not spiritually blind. We've been baptized. And so our sin remains. Walk into the light. The second half of the Mass is the liturgy of the Eucharist. Bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ. And we are not able now to receive our Lord's in Holy Communion. But we can make what the Church calls a spiritual communion, uniting ourselves to the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist, in the tabernacle, asking him to draw close to him, as close as we can, to receive the graces that we would normally receive in Holy Communion. I would suggest that if you can, you can watch the television Mass in a variety of places, including from our own cathedral downtown. That's on the Archdiocesan website. I also invite you to Google or search for what we call the Spiritual Communion Prayer. Let me pray a beautiful version of that Spiritual Communion Prayer with you and for you now. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Enjoy your Sunday. Spend time in resting with your loved ones. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Monsignor Shadle reminding you to trust in the providence that so far has never failed us.